Welcome into week 11 of the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. I'm your host, Martin Weiss, joined here with NFL Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, my man. How you doing, bro? How was your week? Uh, could have been better, but, it, you know, we 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 had a feeling that Chiefs eventually are going to come around, but you just can't pick them until they come around. And the Rams was a shocker. But it's why you play the games. National Football League, anybody can win or lose any given Sunday. So I guess we'll start there with the with the question that's on everybody's mind, these ideas, these days rather. Are the Chiefs back? Because they sure ran through the Las Vegas Raiders 41-14. to 14. Patrick Mahomes had five touchdowns. Derek Carr had two turnovers. I mean, just some of those throws he was making just were completely ridiculous. But the Raiders laying egg at home. I don't necessarily feel that the Chiefs are back in the way that everybody is saying that they are back. Oh, I will say this. By far the most impressive offensive performance they put on this year. Uh, I agree that I'm not sure if the Chiefs are back. I, I really do. This Raiders team is the Raiders team we thought we would see when Gruden got fired. You know, not not all the way together, new head coach, even though he's on the staff. And if it wasn't, then after the incident with Ruggs, we said, okay, this is a team that when you have as much turmoil as they've had over the course of a season and change that, that you expect to see. Did the Chiefs play well? They, they played very well. But, but I believe the Raiders played a part in that by being the team a lot of us thought they would be after going through what they've been through. Right. And it just, it finally, it just finally caught up. I think that's kind of what happened. You saw that team, they were jumping off sides before the chiefs even lined up offensively. It's like, what, what, what's going on here? Like, can you guys even just wait to get set to then maybe jump off sides? So, you know, Raiders two and a half did obviously did not cash. We'll, we'll be picking a chiefs game later on today. So we'll, I'll see where you are about just betting against them blindly against the spread because we have one coming up, but the other game that was just a straight shellacking that we, that we were the Rams and the 49ers. Well, there was a ton of shellackings this week, but the most recent one that's on my mind is the Rams and the 49ers. Matthew Stafford has two more first half interceptions. Essentially, TJ, he's really thrown almost four pick sixes in the in the last four first in the last two first halves because he got in versus Tennessee. The guy got tackled on the one yard line, and then for and uh, well, I think guy tackled on the six in this one. Like, and then the other two were actual pick sixes. Stafford's cost this team twenty eight points in the last two weeks. They lose thirty one to ten. They've lost two straight. The 49ers own them. What's your what was your major takeaway from this? Uh, the first pick, I, I didn't have a problem with it. It honestly, it was a two man route. I don't know why he threw it. I mean, <laughs> oh, number one, Odell was clearing out for Cooper Cup. The 49ers got great depth, they're, they're underneath coverage, they got great depth on their drops. He had nobody open. But if you are going to throw a pick, they intercepted the ball on a five yard line, and it's then Odell point. made the tackle. It's a long so time. So that's not, yeah. although it eliminates your possession, 
they still got to go 95 yards to score, which they did. The second pick, it's not his fault. Hit Tyler Higby right in the stomach. Hit him right in the stomach. You got to catch that ball. He doesn't. It's a pick. And when you, when the Rams don't start off well for some reason, they can't get away from that. It kind of just stays that way the entire game. It was clear the 49ers were just going to run the ball and throw short passes for the life of me. Put eight in the box, play man to man, and say, we're going to force you to throw the ball. Why didn't they do that? Put eight in the box, man to man, we're going to force you to throw the ball. That, that, that's the obvious answer. They didn't do that the entire game. Um, they're just throwing a deep on Kittle. Put Jalen Ramsey on one of them. Force them to throw to the other one. Like, those are obvious answers. I don't know what they were doing, but uh, hopefully they've learned. And, I mean, we talked about it earlier. We talked. To, I talked about it anecdotally. You just brought it up. The Rams, when they, when they start out bad, they stay bad. When they start out good, they stay good. Everybody's favorite McVay stat. You know, when he has a lead at halftime, TJ, he's undefeated. 43-0. and Got to get it. Got to get now, the lead first. <laughs> but I said, you have to get the lead first. But I'll tell you this, Sean McVay, unless he is literally the best football coach of all time, he's lost some 25 games, 27 games in the NFL, right? So that means he's only been coaching for five years. You do the math, 16 at a pop, you know, 17 this time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, that means he doesn't get the lead. If, if, if he's losing at halftime, he's going to lose the game because he's 43-0 and when he's winning at halftime. He has some losses in there. I think he's lost 25, 26 games in his career, so there you go. You know, like. Yeah, it, it they, just, they need to figure this out. They got to figure this out. I mean, the 49ers. Dude, literally, this was like, you're too young for this. You're still wet behind the ears, what I'm about to say. They literally play like Tom Osborne, Tommy Frazier, Scott Frost, Nebraska Cornhuskers. Okay, so first Dude. of all, I'm familiar. I just didn't watch it on TV live. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, like literally, it was just run, 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 run. Oh, it's third and four. We'll throw a short pass like, golly, adjust to that. Adjust. Like, adjust. Like, you do all this game planning. Your game planning isn't working. Man them up. Force them to throw the ball. Force them to throw the ball. They don't want Jimmy G throwing the ball. That was obvious. Right. And you just let them run it all game. That tripped me out. Really tripped me out. So speaking of teams that try and let them run it all game, the New England Patriots ran up and down the field on the Cleveland Browns. Me and you both are on the Patriots. I loved it early. I loved it late. I loved it on Sunday. I bet on this game three separate times in just seven days, TJ, just, just because I love the Patriots that much in, the, in this matchup. They win 45-7. to seven. Baker Mayfield leaves the game with a knee injury. Baker Mayfield is not a franchise quarterback. Man, dude, it was – we caught it, but dude, it's like Baker. What are you, dude? That interception that he threw when it would look to Njoku, it looked like it was a choice option route. Two guys right there, like Baker. What are you doing? I mean, I like Baker. I I, I believed that when he was drafted, just his desire being overlooked 
when you're drafted number one, you can never say you've been overlooked. You can never say you've been doubted. You were drafted number one. Thank you. That's one of my biggest, that was my biggest, my biggest pet peeve of the whole, everybody talking about the biggest chip on his shoulder and this and that. I was like, well, he's about to be a top five NFL pick. Like understand that 18 years old, you got passed over at Texas tech, but you're an adult now. Who cares (laughs) at the highest level of it all, when it matters the most, you were picked one, all that other stuff. Doesn't matter because technically when it mattered, you weren't overlooked. The fact that he has the team that he has and he has come up short when things aren't going perfect for him. Baker's a quarterback that everything has to fall in line for him to have success. You have that great defense. Chubb and Kareem Hunter out. You you don't have the run game that you're accustomed to. Yeah, Baker, they – if they resign Baker for a dollar, I mean, and it's crazy that I'm about to say this over $30 million a year. Like, I don't even know if I'd give him 30 a year, but it's almost like you have to like the, like this is really crazy about the national you don't football have to league. Do nothing. You don't have to do nothing in this NFL league, but you can go back before Baker got there. They were awful. Look at how many quarterbacks they had played before Baker. So at least he brings them stability. Breaker does bring up stability. Now, when you look at it, it's almost as if the quarterback position is the only position where a guy can be average and he still gets paid. Receiver average, they're moving on. Offensive lineman average, they're moving on. The quarterback position, oh, we're going to give them 30 million. It's really crazy. Yeah, and if the idea is we just can't find a guy, it was, I, I've long had this idea. It's like I, it's driven driven me crazy because I've seen guys like Case Keenum go to the NFC Championship game, and he's just be like, "Well, you know, you can't win with that guy." He's like, "Well, this team is going to the NFC Championship game with him." But anyway, in any event, I couldn't, I can't cast my lot with Baker Mayfield for over thirty million dollars a year because this is the reason why I picked the Patriots in this game, TJ. It's very simple, Bill Belichick. First rookie or inexperienced quarterbacks. That was it. That's it. That's all you need to. You don't even. It's like it's like looking outside. It's like southern. It's like being in Southern California and expecting the sun to be out. It's just happening. Not a rookie, and he's not inexperienced. But But he's not good. You just knew going against Belichick, like this is not going to end well. Exactly. It's like he's just guys look what what are the bad what are the what are the rookie quarterbacks, inexperienced quarterbacks have generally? They're not that great. Boom. So that was an easy one. We were split on this, and I just I'm thankful for bets like these because I knew that the Falcons weren't covering nine against the Cowboys in like six minutes of game time, right? So there's like six minutes and 30 seconds left in the first quarter. Then it's like, all right, cool. I can just watch and see. What, what's going to happen here? Because this this game not has no shot. The Cowboys. So Denver was just a blip. Then is that was that we're looking? Denver was a blip. They weren't ready to play. Or was Mike McCarthy's pregame uh, uh, monkey butt? Did you see that? This monkey butt motivational tactics was that the key here? Or was, is that what gets you a forty point blowout win in the NFL? TJ, you tell me. It's crazy when <laughs> coaches do those type of things and you win. It must have been that. 
Had they lost the game, it would have been like, oh, why do you do that? The Cowboys, they didn't play well the week prior. And, and so when you're a good team, very rarely, and, and this happens to the Rams, are you going to lose two games in a row? The, the, the Cowboys, they didn't play well. And, and so they come back. You're playing a Falcons team that I thought Dan Quinn would really try to make it personal. He knows that personnel as a Cowboys defensive coordinator, being the head coach of the Falcons, that defense played extremely well in offense. Uh, it did what it, what it's been doing all year played extremely aggressive, um, extremely effective and efficient that I, I thought that's pretty much how I thought the game would go. And it did Matt Ryan. Wow. That was bad. I mean, extremely bad. Whew. And I mean, for a guy who's been playing his ass off the last three weeks, too. I mean, it was like, thank you. Just came right back down to earth. And I just, you know, and I think from here, we'll just go on to the next because uh, or the are the Cowboys inevitable? Are they just this inevitable? Are the Chiefs back? Well, we'll know at the end of Sunday because the Chiefs are uh, was it Chiefs? No, I have this backwards. We'll know at the end of Sunday because the Cowboys are going to Arrowhead and they're giving two and a half points or two and a half point underdogs. So TJ, you have Dak, you have Mahomes, you have the Kansas City defense, you have the Dallas defense. You know, Tra- Trayvon Diggs, all the- all of this stuff going on here. The two of the most popular teams in the NFL. Where where would you have to pick here? Because because I feel like the wrong team is favored. So are we making our picks now? We are making our picks now. I'm going with the Cowboys. Okay. I'm going with the Cowboys. The Cowboys can beat you two different ways. They can beat you on the ground, and they also can beat you in the air. But more importantly, the Chiefs have a hard time stopping a run. What do you do? Do you put eight in the box and say, we're going to force you to throw it? Dak and the Cowboys can do that. And so that defense is playing well. I'm eager to see how Trayvon Diggs matches up with Tyreek Hill. Him being a former receiver, tall, long kid, um, great ability to play the ball, great hands from being a receiver. I think the Cowboys win this game. The Chiefs, although they blew the Raiders out, the Cowboys are a different animal, man. That offensive line, the way they run the ball, what are the Chiefs going to do? And think about this. That touchdown that Mahomes threw to Darrell Williams where Jonathan Abram should have picked it off. Yes. Majority of, oh, that's a great play. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's not a great play. He got away with that. But what has that been this year for him? That's been an interception. Against the Cowboys, that play, if he tries it, will be an interception. That was not a great play. It worked out because the safety misplayed the ball. But the majority of the time, that's an interception. I like the Cowboys. And especially when you think of the, the interception that Diggs had versus the Falcons, I mean, the game was out of hand. But he came off his – like, it, to me, he really jumped up in the air. You could tell his receiver skills – and on that interception, because he was he was he was uh, he was clocking the guy who was coming across the field, and and the ball was intended to go up the rail, and and he just was like, no, nah, I got this. 
Like he just snagged it out of the air. Like he like he was the intended receiver. It was that was one of those you definitely could tell. You know, him and Stefan probably played a lot of catch growing up. <laughs> you can imagine that's probably how it went down. I'm with you. I'm taking the Cowboys as well. Um, I thought nine was too much last week, but I, I'm sitting here as I was watching these two teams, watching the Chiefs play against uh against the Raiders. I was literally wondering what is the spread of this game gonna be? Because if the Chiefs are favored, even though this this shellacking they're putting on the Raiders right now, what I've seen the Cowboys do this year, the Cowboys definitely should be favored in this game. As soon as it came out, I saw that they were underdogs. That's it. That's all I need. That's all I need. I know that we've always talked about just betting against the Chiefs against the spread. Well, you know what? Damn it, I'm back again. One week is not going to get me off my train. And it so happens that I get to pick one of the best teams in the NFC to cover an underdog spread. That's crazy. So that's where I'm at with. I'm with you. We we and normally when we together we win. Normally, <laughs> right? Dang, the Ravens just released Ravion, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Wow. Remember all the uh, all the stories about how there were people trying to trade for the Ravens running backs in like, about three weeks ago. So I, really I didn't crazy. buy any you of that. Hear these, you hear these stories, and it's. Uh, Le'Veon is looking good. Le'Veon. Is, National Football League, man, the biggest mistake he could have made was when he gave that money up with the Steelers. You never do that. You can you can't get that back. And I said I said it on FS1 over and over and over again. Show up, you're hurt. Get that money. Like, what are you doing? Like, if he had if I was his agent, go show up your hamstring hurt. They know what you're doing. They can't force you to play, but you can't, you're not losing that money. You're not giving that money up. 14 million dollars he'll never see that again big mistake yeah well who End knows road, this is it yeah i was about to say he's probably uh he's probably done and uh before we pick the next couple games let's take a quick break Speaking of Le'Veon Bell, his former team, $14 million saved by not uh, giving it to him, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they got their own issues right now, but tying with the Lions last week, by the way, I mean, what a gross and disgusting football game. I mean, that was, I mean, wow. I'm just remarkable. We'll talk about that more, me and Dave Damashek, because CJ, I picked the Lions to win that game outright on on extra points with Cousin Sal and Dave Damashek, and I was this close. I did too. I had, so, a, I had the Lions. I had the Lions. Hey, hey, hey. We almost had it. We were almost there. You got to make a 43-yard field goal in overtime. I digress. The Steelers are traveling to Los Angeles. They take on the Chargers. The Chargers are four-and-a-half-point favorites. The Chargers lost to the Vikings last week in a close game, or a close spread at least, in a game that the, the Chargers can't control the ball, and it really concerns me. The crazy thing is you don't know what the Chargers are. What are they? It's like, are they a good team? Are they not? Are they an average team? You just don't know what you're going to get. Now, you talk this game. Is Big Ben going to play? Will will he be cleared? Um, It's so much unknown. TJ Watt, is he going to play? I saw a report that Tomlin said that they're preparing for the game as if Rudolph is going to be the starter. Because uh, you know, because of the protocols, well, we should have a better idea if Roethlisberger is going to play by Thursday. 
Even if, I, if if TJ Watt does not play, I'm going. I'm going with the Chargers. They're the better team, better quarterback. Chase Claypool's out. Um, the Steelers. Tomlin just does a great job, man, of winning games he shouldn't win, keeping the Steelers in contention each and every year. But I, but I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers. If they want to make the playoffs, this is a big game for them because they could all they could possibly be competing with the Steelers for wild card spot. And so long flight, even though the Steelers will probably have more fans in attendance than the Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers. Oh, probably, probably most definitely. I mean, there will be terrible towels all through SoFi Stadium. However, I, uh, I'm with you, buddy. I'm going with the Chargers as well. No Minka Fitzpatrick. That's the thing. This Pittsburgh team, what do they have? A decent defense. No Minka Fitzpatrick. No T.J. Watt, that decent defense becomes significantly worse. The Chargers have had a two stinkers back-to-back. I can't imagine they're come out go three in a row with that. They still got to do that quarterback, okay? This is still the team that went out and hung. Just like the Patriots hung 45 on the, on the, on the Browns, the Chargers scored a ton of points on the Browns earlier this year. They scored a ton of points on all – I think they're going to get right. I think they're going to figure it out here because the real key to the Chargers, if you can shut down Mike Williams and you cannot let the the over the top, I'm starting to learn a little thing or two about your football, about this football game, TJ. When you get this guy on the edge, he's real fast. It, it messes everything up for the defense. It opens up everything in the middle of the field. You know, that, that's as I've been told. Right. And so seeing this, Mike, like if you can get Mike Williams kind of get the top on him. It, it really kind of seems to lower the ceiling of what the Chargers offense can be, but I think they're going to figure it out because, because the Steelers at a certain point, diminishing returns, right? I know next man up, but damn, how many, how many men do you got? Right. So we talked about, Dude, they this. just tied the line. They just tied the lions. There's no way they're beating the Chargers. There's no way, no way. They just tied the lions, bro. That's all that needs to be said without I mean, T. J. Watt gonna play this week and Mika, no way. They tied the line. As Rob Jerry- Parker would say, no way, no oh, how. No, nah, but they tied the lines and and Jared Goff had like 125 passing yards in a game that went to overtime. They played five quarters of football, TJ, and he only had he had less than 200 yards passing by a long shot. Hey, in in his defense, well, there's nah, there's. Go ahead. I digress. There's no defense. Say, in his defense, you know, Pittsburgh was the stop of the run. I don't know. I got nothing for you. But the Bengals are going to travel to the Raiders. The Raiders team that we just talked about, they got all types of issues going on. They're a one-point favorite. TJ, I'm, I'm not asking you first. I'm telling you this right now. The Bengals are going to win this game. You know me. I'm, I'm rolling with the Bengals, man. It's like, what team are they? Are they the team that beat the Ravens? Or are they the team that get blown out by the Browns? Like, which team are you? Probably somewhere in between. If that season that looks so promising is to be, they must win this game. Joe has made some boneheaded decisions, um, cost them points, and given the opposing team points. He's not going to continue to do those things. I'm rolling with the Bengals. That's kind of what I'm thinking, right? Okay, because you think back, this Bengals team, they were clicking, they were clicking, they were clicking. Everything was good. 
And then, you know, they 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 drop a couple and then that, but those pick sixes against the Browns, like that's that's not that's not the Joe Burrow that we have seen in the NFL. That's not even the Joe Burrow we saw play at LSU. Like he doesn't we rarely, rarely makes that type of mistake. And I think the game just got away from them. And that I mean, football, you know, there's only so many you can only score six points at a time at the most. Right. On one play. It's hard to come back from a 21 point deficit or 14 point, especially TJ, especially these teams that like the Rams, the Bengals, the um, even the Chiefs in a way. But these teams that aren't, you know, they don't run the ball well. And I find that the teams that don't run the ball well have more trouble coming back in games because you because when you don't run the ball, well, you have good offense. All you do is pass the ball well. Right. So like, you know, there's when they when you can't honor the play action, you have to at least honor it. You have to at least have guys that are at least freezing for one or two seconds as as the quarterback's back is turned and maybe faking the handoff or maybe actually handing it off to get some of those lanes. So that's what gives me a cause for concern about teams trying to come back. However, the Raiders, the Raiders ain't got no fight in them. What us? That was a team just laid down after after Deshaun Jackson fumbled that ball. Everybody else was like, "Yeah, we're done." Against a divisional opponent, so hey, we're together again. Probably gonna win that one. So the last game I want to ask you about is Cam Newton's return. He's back. He in, I'm back. He was in All Arizona. All he to off with is I'm back, bitches. But you know what, do though? Do I'm, that. <laughs> I'm really, really glad that he kept it that he kept it clean because it was the perfect TV moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you knew that's what he was feeling. And, you know, probably as soon as those cameras got out of his face, he let everybody know, you MFers, this is what y'all should have never – y'all doubted me, huh? That's what I told you. But I'm really glad he did it because, I, I mean, that was one of those moments, like, not to be corny, but that's one of those moments that I just like – that's why I love sports, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of that thing, like – Everybody counted him out, and he got an opportunity. And got his, and when he got his opportunity, played very well. But that was last week, and this is this week. The Washington football team is going into Carolina. Ron Rivera homecoming. Cam Newton, Ron Rivera revenge game. Panthers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Cam's been taking starters reps. P.J. Walker will probably see a little bit of him. Where do you think this game's going, especially after the Washington football team with a big upset last week? Big upset. They will come down. They lose a best defensive player in Chase Young. Going to Carolina, Ron Rivera did not want to sign Cam Newton. He'd rather Taylor Heineke start and play the games over Cam Newton. Say what they want to say. Oh, I have a lot of respect for Cam. Oh, I have a lot of respect for Ron. This is personal for Cam Newton because he knows exactly what I'm saying to be the case. I like the Carolina Panthers. Um, the Washington football team beating the Bucks, and then you lose your best defensive player, there for sure is going to be a letdown. And you can say, I know how to play Cam. I know to do this and I know to do that. But with Christian McCaffrey back as well, he actually had a pretty good game. Um, the Panthers, they have talent on the defense side of the ball. They are very talented offensively. I don't know what Cam's going to give me. You're not learning an offense in two weeks. But I believe they're going to beat the Washington football team and Taylor Heineke as a quarterback. That's my concern. 
Okay, everybody talking about this Carolina defense, how good this Carolina defense has been. And I'm not saying that it's bad, but I just – It's good yeah. when – you know what it is? It's good when they play teams that don't have a great quarterback and or a great complement of skilled players. Washington has Terry McLaurin at receiver. Uh, outside of that, the, does the, anybody the, concern you? The DeAndre Carter kid is all right, but again – I wouldn't have named him in such a way if he was really nice, right? I would have just said his name, right? Like, it's kind of like, kind of what it goes down to. Um, I am I'm going to take the football team here. Uh, I know that players win games, right? So I know that Cam Newton, you know, and but I just two weeks in, and I just there's there's I just have a lot of trouble. If Cam Newton was in the if Cam Newton was a Carolina Panther at the start of this year. And Sam Darnold was brought in to training camp. Who would have been the starter week one? I don't think that we can definitively know the answer to that question. Like, provided that Cam doesn't go, like, provided that everything, you know, training camp happens and no COVID, no whatever, and everybody, like, they're both on the final roster. I don't think we know the definitive answer to that question. I think that Cam in goal line situation is going to be great, but I think this is going to be much more PJ Walker versus the Washington football team than anybody thinks. And I, I just like how much how much can he learn in two weeks? This is not, and that's fine if it is because PJ Walker is not bad. You bring Cam in situationally, um, it worked out this past Sunday. You're not going to be able to do that each and every week. But you, the Washington football team, you act like they're uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they're a below average team, no, losing just, their best defensive player. I agree. I just don't think the pan. I think the Panthers are everybody. You know what? And also too, maybe this is just a gambler part of me because everybody's going to be talking about Cam Newton and I'm back. And I was the first. I mean, the NFL on Twitter they literally changed the bio to "I'm back" and quoted Cam and tagged his Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm, or, or tagged his Twitter in the bio. So I mean, everybody is talking about Cam Newton is back, right? And I just, you know, I, I just, you know, I, 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 I really would like it to be true it would be great if it was but i just you know what i just need to see it i'll need to see it a little bit more than against an arizona team that's nicked up obviously no kyler no d hop no i mean hey great story i think it's gonna let it be a great story but i don't think they get a win today and i don't this whole panthers making the playoffs thing i think that's kind of ridiculous i don't i don't know but but i don't know about making the playoffs but i know about winning this game well if you feel so damn good about this game, TJ, put it in your lemon pepper parlay. Or are you going to? I am not going to do that. But uh, this is what I would. My lemon pepper parlay lock of the week. I was going to go so many different ways with this, with the Cardinals, but I don't know if Kyler's going to play. The Seahawks really stink. But I don't know if he's going to play. So I'm going with the first stop, the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Over to Kansas City Chiefs. I'm getting two and a half points. They're going on the road, and it's extremely tough to play in Kansas City. What quashed the crowd? Zeke, Tony Pollard. Let's just get four to five yards of pop. That, that's the first one. And, and when you look at it, it's the Los Angeles Chargers. They don't have Big Ben. They just tied the Detroit Lions. TJ Watt might not play. Fitzpatrick isn't going to play. The Chargers are coming off of L's. Lemon pepper parlay lock of the week. Dallas Cowboys, Los Angeles Chargers. You know, TJ, I like that parlay. I like it a ton. 
and I would give it out myself, but since you just did, I'm cooking up something else, all right? I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals, all right? The Arizona Cardinals, I know they're nicked up, but you know what? You know what? Seattle, they're done. They're cooked. Russ came back. He's cooked. It's over. Over with, okay? Trash can. And I'm taking also, just for a little bit of plus money, the Dallas Cowboys on the money line where they're still underdogs. That's my lemon pepper parlay, TJ. Let's eat. It's going to be Let's a good eat. day. It's going to be a good Sunday. Yeah, I can't day. wait for this. This is going to be a hell of a week of football. Like, this is a – when you look at the games that are being played, this is a good week of football games. The schedulers did a hell of a job by accident, but this is a good week of games. And you know what? God bless it because the last two have been pretty brutal. I mean, week nine, week 10, that's been tough. But week 11, lucky number 11, I think. Sure, why not? But you know what, TJ? All I know is this. We were green week nine. We were green week 10. We're going to be green week 11. Yes, sir.